0: is you podcast your go-to for all things daytime I've enjoyed interviewing
1: celebrities
2: things Hollywood and daytime. Again, thanks
0: for checking out Willie's View Podcast. Weekdays right here on social media.
2: Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 23rd of 2020 and I am so honored. We've got James L. James Lott Jr. Welcome.
3: Hola amigos. Right. I love that. Feliz Navidad.
2: Y I love right that. Here. Yes. 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 Feliz Navidad. Oh my God. I love this time. Of... I love this time of year. You know, and not just because it's Christmas. I love it because it truly is a time of forgiveness. It's a time of getting together and reflect I think people forget the true meaning of Christmas.
3: Yes, Christmas has become a, a Hallmark card holiday. Um it yes, not start, obviously not start out that way. It was very different back in the day. So yes, this, and this Christmas is very, a strange one for many of us because of the whole pandemic situation. Um, but yes, there's other meanings for Christmas, I agree.
2: You know how the way I see on that is on the pandemic, I know it's crazy time and it is scary. But and if you really look at it, deep down, it's kind of like our version of the, the back then they had the, uh, what is it, the Flood. I think this is our, our, our updated version of the Flood. It kind of teaches us to respect each other, to love each other, and really wake up to what's going on around us more better.
3: I, I, will, I will say, I, it didn't feel like a
2: timeout the world. A reset, a reset. I right know. Kind of like, I hope it's
3: a reset. I'm not sure if I believe it yet, but I know I know that it's forcing us to look at our way of life, which is something that we should have been doing. We, you can't go a certain way for a long time without something happening. It's all about cause and effect. And I and I just, you know, and I, just, I hope that now people will look at things slightly different um, than they were, they were used to.
2: Yes, I agree, I agree. So, before we kick off your exciting uh, Q&A, I've got to ask, uh, where are you at, and how's the weather out there? So, I'm in Inglewood, California, which
3: is in Los Angeles, I'm near LAX Airport, near the beaches. Um, it was
2: 82 degrees
3: a couple of days ago, today it's 50-something degrees, so I don't know what happened,
2: it's all <laughs> it's um,
3: but I... Rather live here
2: than be in snow, so I'm doing okay. Oh well, we're here in New Braunfels, Texas, over here, and I'm not sure now the temperature, but it is nice. It's nice how it's like it's a little chilly, but it's not like wintry snow. But it's Texas, okay. so it's very always unpredictable. It could be hot one minute, yeah. go back out, it could be cold again. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know, yeah, we had, it, was, it was literally in the seventies and eighties the last few days, and today it's cold. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm
2: inside my house. I have a on. I'm good. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. That's how. That's how. That's the way to do it. Alright, here we go. Let's kick this party off. Uh, what started this exciting, adventurous life that you've created for yourself?
3: Well, I think you're saying that. I guess it is adventurous. Um, I turned 40 years old um, 12 years ago and I wanted to change my life. I was tired of working for other people. I was tired of doing what I was doing. I had very different careers, and I don't know, for me it was a reset. I talk about reset. I decided to reset my life, leave my job, leave where I was living in San Francisco, and start my life over back in Los Angeles where I was born and raised. So I came back home to go to the home that I, that I grew up in, and decided to really sit down and decide what's next for me. and. I like arts. I like deer entire field. I like all those other things. I said, try them. You're in your 40s. Uh, I had no debt. I was not in debt anywhere. I had get up my credit cards. I had no debt. My kids were grown. I had grandkids at the time. Um, so it was all about me. It uh, literally was all about me. And so I decided to start, you know, uh, exploring what that is that I want to do. And I told myself, I will never do jobs I never want to do. All the jobs that take now on will be things that I'm interested in and that was my, my promise to myself and that's what started 12
2: years ago that's wonderful I love that you did that I love that you're doing that and you reset your life and you started on this path and you know sometimes we really do need to do that we need to reset our lives and I mean it, it's like a hard truth but if we do it it's like how do you say it? it's more beneficial
3: I know so for me it was it was almost like breathing. It was very much, I had to do it. It was, it was there was no other, there was, it just, it was, my soul was speaking to me, my brain was speaking to me, it was all saying, James, you have to do this, um, to save yourself, so to speak, and so that's yeah. what I was like, I was like, I gotta figure this out, and I figured it out, and I've been, ever since the last 12 years, I've been adding things, and subtracting things, and trying things, Aww. and
1: it happens.
3: That's an adventure. That's—I mean, I—I I wasn't doing all this 12 years ago. That
0: I'm
3: doing now, um, <laughs> but, but I just started. And every year, I was learning new, trying to be different. And I, it's just been a really great experience, especially.
2: Well, this is me clapping for you. Congratulations! That is well, good. That's you. that's a good path. Hey, if Madonna can do it. We can do it, right? Because you know, Madonna likes to invent herself almost every couple of years. So that's kind of like, hey, there you go. Take it from Madonna.
1: Yes,
3: yeah, I love Madonna, but I also think that people underneath understand that um, life does not end at forty. It doesn't end at thirty. It doesn't end at twenty. You can actually continue your life for the rest of your life, as long as you wake up in the morning. You have a new chance, and I think people need to realize that. I'm an example of doing something. I, you know, I've done all these things in my forties and fifties, and it's like, and I'm successful at them. And I think anybody can do that.
2: Again, I commend you. That is awesome. I know how you feel, and we're clicking here today. Um, you've definitely become my new official bestie. Um, I am going to be turning 47 years old next, already coming up January 26. I will literally be 47 years old, and I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm proud gay, but I'm proud. I'm, I've got two beautiful children. One son that's in college, and uh, my daughter, she's a 13 teenager. And you know, I I was blessed. God gave me you know a wonderful set of a son and a daughter. So I get where you're coming from. 40, 40 years old in that 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 range, it doesn't stop us. It just pushes us forward. As long as we stay mute, motivated and inspired, you know, the the world truly is our oyster. It is. just
3: the open and adventurous and fearless. And, and I believe I, I, I have a strong faith, so I, I'm prayerful and um, I just try stuff and I just see what happens. I mean, you have nothing to lose. I mean, really, you have all up all to gain and there is no such thing as failure to me. It just, it just means if something doesn't work out that wasn't for you, but you still have an experience of trying it and you have that experience to use for other things. And so, um, I'm a fully formed human being at this age and so are you now, you're here, in the 40s. It's like, he tries stuff. we'll
2: survive, just try it. There you go, there you go. You, it's true what they say, you only do live once, so you need to live up life to the fullest. Yes, I agree, I agree. How did you get to connect with the wonderful people that you've worked with through the years?
3: Well, that's a, uh, how, how do I simplify that? It's, it's just being open to the world and putting yourself out there and when you put yourself out there, you start connecting with people. And for me, it was taking chances. When I started my first business, the super organizer, a or professional organizer, um, it was joining the, the association they have called MAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizers. Doing that, I met folks in the organization. We started talking. Then I started getting clients. And through my clients, I met people. So it's kind of like, you just kind of start, you're just doing friendly and talkative and a nice person and, and consistent, I started meeting people along the way. Um and then I started trying things. Well I started my, my entertainment company, GLJ Media. I started there. I started doing a blog. That blog led to someone seeing it and going to a radio show. The radio show led me because other people said, Do you want to go on TV? And I used to say I I skipped trying stuff and that's what led me to meeting people throughout the years. And then then being on, not being on the you know, TV, on the web, and, you know, a kind of personality, you know, personality, um, you meet people that way on social media and this, and just, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big question that I just kind of, you know, um, just moving right around long in life. That's how I meet people, just being open and friendly. And that's how, that's how I start to work with certain people. And, and you, you connect, you make a, you make a connection and you, you kind of start to, you know, see what you guys have, have in common and, can you work together? Do you want to work together? Do you like working together? Um, and that's what happens. Some become good friends, some become coworkers, some become colleagues. It, just, it really depends. But everyone that's in my life along the way has been really wonderful to me, um, in, in the advancement of my career. Some I still work with, so I don't anymore. Um, one of the places I used to work, uh, well, I used to work with was After TV, and they, they shut down, and in a ton of context, a ton of connections, a ton of everything, through going there and showing up and doing shows there. Uh, so that was one major connection. But yeah, it, it's been it's been just a journey of collecting people, so to speak,
2: along the way. I love that. That's that's truly phenomenal. And again, I, you're you're definitely a trendsetter. I love that. This is this is good. <laughs> Out of all the titles that you label your special abilities, of which one would you say you could not do without?
3: That's a very interesting question, because, um, as
2: you know, I have a lot of titles and a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. do. Um, you, you
1: look at all my stuff, you'll see it. I think the number
3: one thing, I was thinking about this, the number one thing would be writing, because the writing actually informs a lot of what I do.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a musician, I'm a poet, I'm um, I'm on television, I'm on radio, I write uh, audio dramas, I, everything comes back to my writing, basically. I mean, if I can't write, then I would be. I, I just would have to stuff something gone. Um, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I, I think writing, I guess, of all those titles, being a writer would be the thing I'd be like, no, I don't want to get rid of that. I don't.
2: Yes, I agree. We click on that. Even me, I'm, I'm you know, a indie paranormal novelist. But I, I can feel that relation right there because um you know, just the idea of not writing, that would drive me nuts because I I'm all these things like you. I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer, uh, you know, all these things. But again, like you, the writing is so connected to me, it's it's literally it feels like it's a big part of me. And without the writing I would feel like I would feel lost.
3: Yeah, I I've been a writer since
2: I was ten years old. There you uh, go. From, yeah, it's
3: just, it's just that's part of it. It's it, it's my fiber. my being as <laughs> a writer, and you know, today I'm, I'm today I'm editing um, some of my audio dramas I do, and it, but most of my writing, so I'm like I'm editing my writing, I'm editing the words, the page, and like if that's what I'm doing. I think that's what I do. And for a year I couldn't write, I got sick, and I couldn't write for a year, and that was horrible. I couldn't. I just it was not. It was
2: not fun for me because I like to write, no matter what. So, wow, we we are definitely like on this the same wave path. I I was like that too. Uh, over we're already going on two years now, but I was uh, over about two years. Uh, I was diagnosed with the blood clot in my lungs, and that definitely affected not just my body and my my mental uh, stability of of what what I do of you know trying to recover of that. But also, it did affect a lot of my writing, and people saw it. So, yeah, I understand exactly where you're coming from. That's that's a big, you know, it's very vital. Um, if you had four wishes, what would they be?
3: Well, great health. Okay. Sound uh, No more racism.
1: Amen. And, Amen. And a pig. I want
3: a pig. I, 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 my brother let me get one because
2: I know that they they get big and everything. But I want a pig. I had a wish. I was a little pig. Oh, you want a pig? Yeah. They are cool. Think, uh, they, uh, it's cool. It's fun. cool. I got I got I got family. They they got little pets for their what do they call it, 4-H club. You would love the pigs. They're awesome. Yes, I know uh-huh. they' are dirty and all this other stuff. But it's again, yeah. it's, it's 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 what you take of it. It's what you experience. I've got lots of cousins, and they got little animals in their lives, uh, little pets and things that they carry, and, and animals that they take care of at the ranch. It's amazing, these little creatures that got created, they truly are wonderful, uh, you know, blessings. I like, I'm a, I'm
1: a, I'm a gardener, kind of, outdoor person. I love, I'm a horseback glider.
3: Uh I love, I love pigs, I love animals, and I and I have a huge yard, but a huge... Garden and I have you know
1: fruits and vegetables and everything, but I would love to have some animals. So I'm, in, I'm in the city, so you can't have certain animals in the city, right? Um, right. But I, but I, I think you can have pigs. I think, but I want a pig. So I'm trying to figure
2: that out. So I had a wish, wish of a good pig. There you go. I guess we're gonna have to talk to Santa and make him bring that little piglet over to you somehow. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, um, there's one across the
3: street. I talk to all the time, so I mean, I want one myself. <laughs>
2: And yes, I still believe in Santa Claus, even though people say, oh, well, you're, what, 46 years old and you believe in Santa. I believe Santa. I believe in, in the magic of Christmas. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: I have, I have no problem with Santa. So, yeah, we like Santa.
2: So, what or who inspires you to find others to work with in the projects that you start up, create, or join?
3: Um, for me, it is other people. I am inspired by people who are out there doing it. I see inspiration all the time, whether it's my friends, colleagues, people online that I follow. Um, I know some people it's a little tougher to watch other people, you know, succeed and do really well. It makes them feel bad, but for me, it makes you feel good because it's like if they're doing it, I can do it too. And I, I just, I see it every day. I see some people doing great stuff every day, accomplishing ph- uh, philanthropy stuff. Or philanthropic stuff, or um, they put out a new song, they put out a book, or go to do a photo shoot. I mean, I love, I love watching other people in their business and their in their, their creativity. It inspires me all the time. And have friends who just are just doing amazing work. I have friends like Zane Hubbard, that's a great workout, and Brandon Larkins, and
1: um,
3: and so we all these folks I just love so much. We all my like, all my soap friends who are doing things outside of soaks, and. Uh, my friend Sean Kanan, my, my friend Michelle Stafford. And they, the folks are just they're just they're, they're doing stuff, but they're being creative and they're working on their craft and they got business going and you know and it just <laughs> inspires me to i you know, have, have musician friends, my friend Jake Hard and Grace, and brings of my friend Anna Best, uh, Annabelle. Annabelle got there, she's doing some great stuff. Uh-huh. I just love it. I kind of I look at them and they literally keep me going, and they're all younger. than me, Everybody's younger than I am. But, like, I, I love that they, they inspire me to keep it, keep
1: it moving and keep going.
3: My friend Corey Knotts, the other one, he just does uh-huh. amazing stuff. Like, I'm like, they're doing it. I
2: can do it too. I love that. I love that. And I, that's so cool. You mentioned some little names there. Uh, Sean Kanan. I've interviewed him before. Such a great guy. I love him. And also, oh, Michelle God. Stafford. I love it to pieces. So the next time you see her, give her big hugs because tell her that Willie gives her big hugs. I adore Michelle Stafford. I've I've admired her in so many ways, not just for her being an actress, but for everything right. that she's done in Hollywood for herself and for her children. Oh, my God. Dad right there, Dad definitely is a role model right there. Michelle Stafford, yeah. yes.
3: I'm good friends with both of them. I, I know their families. I, I, know, I know Natasha and Jameson, uh, uh,
1: Michelle's kids. I know Sean's uh, wife, Michelle, and yeah. Dog Charlie. Them and it's just, they're just they're they're nice people who get the business. Like they've been around for a long time. Yeah. that's why they're successful. Because they get the business. They get
3: the fandoms. They get they get what it is. And yes. they also they are who they are, which I which which I relate to a lot. We are you know we're all a little older now. You know whatever we did when we were younger is whatever. But now we're
2: like we're, we we get it. We're like we are who we are. <laughs> and. Real, they're real people,
3: like, both of them are real people right? not just people on
2: television. Right. College, oh, yeah. Caring, compassionate,
3: um, support they support me all the time. my career all the time. Um, and so it's like, I do stuff for them, they do stuff for me. Like, it's, it's completely mutual and, and we also talk outside of the business. Oh. That's what like, and they inspire me. They, they both just inspire me. And things like yes. Me. So, I love them both pretty much.
2: I love that. That is so beautiful. I love all of that. Okay, so tell us more in-depth details on about Forever in a Day. What kicked off such an awesome trend? I'd be happy
3: to. Um, so COVID. COVID hit. And the soap shut down, except for Dave. Uh, Dave's the only one that had episodes, Dave's My Lives, excuse me, had episodes for a whole year where all those Soap, in the rest of the hospital had to stop production and they ran out of material. For the first time in like 20 years, there were no new soap opera episodes. And so we're all all the studios closed down. I always say for me, March 17th changed everything. Everything shut down. We're all like, what are we doing? So all these actors are sitting there going, what are we gonna do? Like what's going on? Casey this came to me. I interviewed him on the show and he came to me and was like, I have this idea. About filling the gap, because we didn't know when the soaps were coming back, we had no idea. Uh, and he was like, "We don't know how long the pandemic was going to be." So he said, "What if we did an audio drama, which is cheaper? Which is you, you can, we can't be in the same room anyway, so you will do a Zoom uh, or recording." And he, and he gave me he gave me a script. He sent me, pitched me, and he said, "Well, give me a script." He sent me a script, and I loved the script. It was you know, about three families and. And, uh, and it's uh, so like Illinois, so he's from Illinois. And he wrote it in a very soap opera vein. It was very soap opera if I the a word, but, you know. <laughs> uh, and it was really good, but he was only 20 years old. He was so young. And I'm like, this is, this is, who is this kid? Yes. And he really impressed me. And I, thought, and I thought, and for me, I'm always a risk taker anyway. Yes. And I thought, well, why don't we try it? See what happens. It's not going to cost me really anything. And then it costs money. Anyway. So let's just do it. And so I, I gave him, I gave him the impetus to like get started. I let him know if he can do this, this and this. He did it. And that's what started this whole, for me at GLJ Media, audio drama division. It starts with Claire Rand A. We had a successful first season, 14 episodes, very successful, um, more than I thought it would be. And so then I started creating with several partners of mine. Molina Productions, my friend Solo Boys, uh, and others. We started how you had all these audio dramas. I started writing some, co-writing some, and now we have Missile Road, which is out, and Claws and Series is out, and I have like seven to ten more projects in development right now, all audio dramas, uh, because of Reverend Day. And Reverend Day is a soap opera. It's a soap opera in the best sense. It is twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, the new season coming in February. We have a Christmas episode out right now. And it's on all streaming services from Spotify to Google to Apple. Anywhere you go on your streaming, you can find this, this audio soap opera. And we add the bells and whistles in there. So it's like there's like the sound effects, the music, and, and, and Forever Day is completely done by Katie Etcherson and Candace Mack and their team of writers and, and producers. They really put that together. And they have like a cast of like, Already oh, sold like two hundred people. Like so a lot of folks that are in the, on that soap, and I, I made an appearance. Which while we make an appearance last season, uh, as myself. Um, but it was it, it's a soap opera. It's a total soap opera on audio. And audio dramas are starting to make a wave right now because audio books and Audible and all this stuff is starting to happen. So I said, I told everybody, I want to be the king of all audio dramas. I want to be. I want to be the place that you come to and get diversity. Um, in other uh, comics. And, and it's fun to cast your favorite stars. Uh, on Prevarent Day, they got some of our favorite soap opera stars, like Beth Ellers and Frank Tomlins, and, and they're from Guiding Light. And it's like they have some, they have some great folks on there, and, it, and some newcomers. And we got a guy from Jersey Boys who's on Broadway, and Ben Antwerp. And there's some great folks on there. And we have some great voices, some wonderful voices on Prevarent Day, um, that I love. And I always show, I always show too. I've been so around. I got, I first cast, I wrote an original song for every episode. So on Mr. Road, you get an episode, and again, you get an original song done by the Cat.
2: I love that, so, I love that. So, a so you know, Something a little different. So you know, we do a little something
3: different. Clause the series, I have a great Santa Claus. His name is Dave Moxley, and he is wonderful at Santa. And literally, it's a drama. It's like Santa has a family. So it's a drama. Um, and I have, I have a whole bunch more coming out. And so Forever a Day started the trend for me.
2: And I want to continue it and keep it growing and keep moving. I love that. That's, that's awesome. And just hearing that is so inspiring and hopeful for other writers, you know, not just me, but other people out there too. And that's just exciting to really hear. We're going to be talking really soon a lot because I definitely have some pitches I want to throw at you. But I love this I love that we're back on you know we're and, and thank Casey and everybody for this because we're back on, on the map again now now it's not just about just a soap opera or an audio like fan fiction is actually being recognized again and that is such a blessing
3: I think that nowadays we're finding that you can get your material out there you have to, you have to be creative the pandemic again or like the pandemic it's caused many of us to Creative, creatively, like you have to now figure out how to do things differently. Yes, and it's been fun. Much, it's been so much fun. I'm seeing Zoom play and Zoom musicals, and you know, and, and <laughs> certain, you know, people are coming up with all. I have who did a podcast out of his album. He did every song, man, so a podcast of his- I mean, like, I love it. I mean, it's a wee of I love him. Um, there's, just, I mean, so there's a lot of just stuff people are being very creative because the traditional way right now is very strained at the moment. So it's like, well, how can you get this stuff out there and still be creative? Yeah. And still act and still write and still sing. And so I love this. So I'm, I want more. And anybody out there has any ideas? Like, if you I have any ideas and they want to come pitch me, pitch me. I mean, this see what's going on and see if we can make it
2: in something. I love that. Well, definitely, you're definitely going to hear more from me. And again, you are official bestie because me and you, we definitely are relating on so many levels. Um, so I'm curious now, do you have three favorite places that you like to eat in your area?
3: Three. I love to eat, um, I'm <laughs> sad that um,
2: a place called Fiesta Martín. Okay. The
3: Martín is here in Eaglewood, they own four locations, they, I know the family, they are the, the, they are the familia of Mexican restaurants in LA and um, I love them so much, they're so good. Um, they're all over the place. Just, the food is consistently good, it's always consistent.
2: I um, also like El Ica, which is Peruvian food. Okay. They
3: have over here. I love the Lomo Saltado or Camarones Saltado. I like both of those, my favorites. They're so good, they have this green sauce, it's the bomb. And it's Agua Soup, which I just love very much. Um, it's very good. Um, and I was, there's a place I can go to called The Coffee Company. And The Coffee Company is a, a great breakfast spot. Here's the last place I ate where, before they shut the in Los Angeles. Um, and they have a great shrimp and grits, which is my favorite thing. So it's grits with with, with tomatoes, cheese, and, and big pieces of shrimp. And it's so good oh my god I love it so much oh
2: um, it sounds good <laughs> no
3: but um, and I know I know I an honorable mention um, that I like it's called Wacky Walk and they're Chinese food and it's just, it's just I, I like them it's, they, have, they have this noodle thing that I just love so those things like the shops all
2: of them I love that I love that and you had me you had me at Chinese food I love Chinese food it's my favorite okay. <laughs> yes, yes. That and Mexican food, of course. I I always enjoy this too. All right, what well, three? My favorite, my, huh? Sorry, my, favorite
0: food is, uh,
3: my favorite food is Mexican or Puerto Rican. Some uh, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican food, uh, but we don't have it. We only really have one place called Bongos, so it's not near me at all. Uh, I go to New York or you know Miami or wherever you go for you know Caribbean food. So. that.
2: Oh my god! Well, if we ever get a chance, we definitely gotta hang out because you are enjoying a lot of hobbies and interests that I have. I love that; that is really cool. Do you have three foods that you would never eat?
3: Yes, so that's not even hard for to say about carrots. Okay. Uh, the gross. I don't care if they're
1: cooked
3: or not. Um, uh, a very southern delicacy, which my family
1: ate, I didn't eat them. Uh, chitlins or what they call it, chitterlings oh yeah yeah i don't eat. gross and for and for the
3: mexicans out there i can't do because of the tripe can't do tripe i just can't do i can't do intestines or innards or i can't do it i just can't do any and stuff so those are those are the three things i could never the smell the taste oh i can't do any of
2: that <laughs> i hear that yeah. i hear that yeah um who would you like to work with in the future
3: I am going to, say to you, I'll like certain celebrities, and things. Um, for me, my answer is anyone who is positive, who is hardworking and dedicated, who wants to create some great content. That's that's just that's just good. Um, I that'd make me anybody could we have celebrity, non-celebrities. I mean, I get to work with some celebrities; they're great. I get to work with some of my friends; they're great. So, in the future, it's just anybody who's really dedicated and really wants to. Out a product and, and really wants to work hard at it. Um, I'm your man. I mean, if you don't work hard, if you're not getting. I don't. I don't want to work with you. So for me, working with future that could be anybody. It could be a newbie. It could be somebody seasoned, a veteran. It doesn't matter to me. Um, but those are my criteria. And that's why, and I because when I work with you, you fuel me, and so that's kind of if I'm feeding myself at the same time. So that's my. That's why I love to work with my future.
2: I like that that's 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 truly inspiring and I love that um, can you tease one of your favorite poems
3: well for me I was, I was going to mention this one so okay so yeah personally <laughs> okay so folks I'm, also, I'm a spoken word artist who also does music I have poetry books out I have seven albums out I and mean, I have all kinds of albums so I stuff so my first song I ever did Five years ago, it's called I Am Ready and it started out as a poem that I turned into a song and I wrote it in 20 minutes and it was a really, divine intervention and the, the, the section of the song that I loved and I, I came up with this, I don't know how everything I can say, yeah, it was God was, you know, they said it to me, I said um, I asked the universe what I wanted and the universe replied, I will help you and show you the way these are the things that you need. You need to have faith. You need to get rid of all negative thoughts. I am here for you. And I, just, I wrote that. I mean, it came to me, and I'm like, I love that. I love that section of the song. So that's my favorite kind of poem song.
1: Oh,
2: that's, that's really profound. I like that. That's really deep.
3: And I'm actually working on an updated version. It's funny you ask that. An updated version of that song with four of my best friends.
1: Hmm. They're
3: going to add to it. We're going to do a remix version of that song.
2: Oh wow, that so sounds that sounds fun. Yeah.
3: Huh? yeah.
2: Uh, what other projects do you see yourself doing?
3: Well, so I've scored a soundtrack for a movie called *The That's Out* on the festival circuit. My first time, and then doing this. Song her episode for to Road the soundtrack also too for that I'm leading to a musical I want to write a musical that's my that's my ultimate goal is to write a musical um and so I feel like these two things are steps closer to that um also some type of I want to go one man show I've written two of them but I have not performed them yet because the stage closed so I'm figuring out do I do it on YouTube or do do it on Facebook Live so I have I have some one-man shows that I'm working on uh, that I want to to have come out. Um, And, I mean, those two things right there. More albums, more books, more shows, more podcasts. I have a lot of things in production right now, so I have a lot of stuff coming up.
2: Well, I love that. And I'm going to inspire you. I've got two movies that would inspire your, your future. One is The Birdcage with Robin Williams, of course. And the second one is my favorite, Kiss Me Guido.
3: Remember that so I remember those I remember both of
2: those. Those are both good references to help you in your future as uh what you mentioned before just just now about the the one man uh performance. Oh. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, it it definitely reminds me of Kiss Me Guido. There was a, a scene in there where one of the guys wanted to do a one-man show. And it was it was amazing. I think it had Charlie in there from All My Children, if I'm correct.
3: Yes, he was. He
2: was so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool. I like that. Do you have a favorite childhood memory?
3: My childhood wasn't the greatest. So, I, I had to actually think about this. I have, a, I have a couple kind of good memories that are just kind of... Not a memory. Was kind of a time period um, back in the seventies. I would say the mid to late seventies. I say I was my cousins and my grandmother locked out, and she lived ten blocks away from us. So we'd go over there in the summers. And back in the day, we just threw all the kids together, and you know, one pair watched everybody, but uh, she'd watch it. But we would go to Venice Beach or Santa Monica, and we would skate all day. Play an actual tennis shoe roller skate. Um, get a waffle live stream a hot dog, and, and every now I wouldn't do it now because would was a little, you know, not the so great business seventies. But we would hang out on the beach with all the beach bums and the, the guys working out and the hippies and, and we had the best time all day. We just stayed up and down all day long. We at the beach. Maybe would get in the water, maybe not, um, till like till sundown. Then come home or go to my grandmother's house and watch T V. And, why and now I'm dating myself, but watching shows like Dance Fever and Solid Gold um, and, you know, or watching, like, um, Love Boat Fantasy Island, you know, all these shows. I mean, Dallas, whatever, all these things. So we would watch all these shows together, and it's was fun, fun. I mean, my cousin and we get a long break, and we eat, and we sleep hard that night. And I, I have some fond memories of just that time period of kind of just roller skating and Hang out and like, not a care in the world. Um, disco dancing, and all, that, all that, all that stuff. All that stuff. And then, that's, I, so I would say that's probably like favorite. I mean, that, that's a favorite. Another, another one. I guess we say we said childhood memory. Another <laughs> one, another well, one's one teenager, but that, that's my favorite childhood memory in the seventies.
2: I love that. That's memorable. Well, my daughter's here, uh, Jenna. She wants to say hi.
0: Hi. Hi there.
3: Happy Merry Christmas.
2: You too, and happy all the yes. Thank you, thank
3: you, thank you.
2: Alright, so, what was the last two movies that you saw?
3: The other night. I did a one-two combo. I watched The Prom. Speaking of musicals, musical, so I watched The Prom.
2: Oh my god, I want to see that. Um, I, I saw the previews for I, it. I want to see it.
3: It's Ryan Murphy, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman. Um, I mean, it was so, James Corden was coming. I loved it. I did those was about a lesbian uh, couple, I, I
1: didn't know that was the premise and for the movie. Um, so I did the try I mean, it was
3: great. I mean, it totally was like, it was a great story, and the musical was really good. It was an old-fashioned musical, which I missed. I used to go to Broadway when I in New York.
1: and a mm-hmm. musical.
3: Even here in L.A., you go see musical. The last musical I saw in L.A. was the Donna Summer Musical which was really good. Oh my
2: God, I loved and, on the summer.
3: Yeah, I saw that. I saw Hamilton, which I loved. Um, so, so it was the last two I saw uh, before the pandemic, and I was like, I missed it, so Tom so invited me that. And then I watched A California Christmas starring Josh Swigert, who's on General Hospital. His wife wrote this movie, and it's the number one Christmas movie, a movie on Netflix right now.
2: I saw that. I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw the, the little trailer and the you know when you're your your um the Netflix uh it's like a little screensaver and it shows the little clips. I saw the little teaser that showed his movie, so that's awesome.
3: It was it was it was very decent. I really I did I enjoyed it. I have to say I enjoyed it. So it was very decent. So those are the last two I saw was the other night. I was like someone
2: watching T V and I saw on Netflix and I know some are two of I like that. Uh do you have a favorite book that you have read or are reading?
3: That's you separate questions. <laughs> yeah.
2: so so what, is, so what you, which which would you like to know? Um I'm curious, uh do you have an actual book that you are reading that you can uh kind of tease us that is it is it like a drama, is it a thriller? What is it that's got you intrigued in reading?
3: So right now it's neither. What I'm reading right now, right now I'm reading a lot of uh, biography. And so I'm reading two books right now that are really good. One is the Mariah Carey autobiography. Oh, wow. It's really good. It just came out this year. She tells it all. I'm still reading it. And she talks about all kinds of stuff. And her story, people don't realize. She has written or co-written all 18 of her number one songs. Like She's like a songwriter. Um, not just a diva. She actually writes her songs. She does music. She's a hard worker in terms of where she got today and leaving Tom mean, it's a good story. And now I'm reading this book that came out after Prince died called The Beautiful One that gives me a gift. And it's Prince's diaries, journal, memorabilia from the early days from when he started up to Purple Rain. And it's a beautiful book. And it has his handwriting and talks about who he liked. I mean, it's, it's such an interesting story. I like Prince's work ethic like, like Madonna, like Michael Jackson's The Victory in the eighties.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'm fascinated by his work ethic and well, I know I work hard too and I, I I'm learning from him and reading his books. So those are two books I'm reading. I was also reading the whole uh, the view biography about the view. And that was juicy too.
2: Oh well wow, I didn't know they um, had one out. That's interesting.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Uh it, it, it's juicy. He interviewed several ex view co hosts.
2: It's very Oh my god, I love that. I love the the <laughs> tantalizing secrets and all that stuff, yeah. Because
3: I write drama and comedy and books. Mm-hmm. I don't want to read right now because I don't want to influence my writing, so I'm reading a lot of biographies. So that's what I'm kinda of going right
2: now. Awesome. Okay, cool, cool. Well, as like I said, as you know I am a, a a writer, but you can add this onto your future book list. Um my book is called uh something wicked Crest Heights Book One. I'm really proud of it. Um, it's my first LGBTQ paranormal romance. And it is paranormal. It's romance. But the people that have read my books in the past and those that know me as fanfiction writer, you'll enjoy it more because it has that little soapy drama feel into the bits of the book. That's what I love about writing. Okay.
1: Well,
2: so, I yeah, thank book. you. So check it out, and it's called W. Garza. Um, if you need the link, I can always send it to you. But yeah, that's it. Just barely came out in October. So if you add that to your your future, uh, what do they call it, like a your book list or something like that? Uh, do you have a favorite author?
3: I do. I have, I have several. Uh, one is Roald Dahl. I'm a big fan of the you know um, James and Giant Peach.
2: Oh yes, uh-huh. oh,
3: okay. uh huh. Factory. Okay. Uh, I love I love I love his writing. Um, big fan of him. C.S. Lewis, another big fan of One Language, The Wardrobe series. I'm a big fan of
1: those. Okay.
3: Chronicles, you know, Narnia.
1: You can see where I'm going with that. I love I it. Yeah. Love, I also love Ray Bradbury. I'm
3: a huge Lord High for- one fan. Martian Chronicles. I like science fiction. I like I like the other world stuff. Things about the other world that have allegories of life. Those are ones I kind of have gravitated towards. So those are my three, I think, top three.
1: Oh. I, was, I, was,
3: I read most of Stephen King's books so for a few last ones, but I was a huge Stephen
1: King
2: fan. I love that. Um, my favorites are Stephen King, um, Agatha Christie, because I love Mystery Like You. I love mysteries, It's my favorite. And also, um, again, I love the paranormal world. Check out PC Cast. They're awesome. It's a mother and daughter team.
1: Yeah, I've heard them. I've heard them.
2: They're amazing. Oh, I love their 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 energy in their books. It literally like shows on the paper. They're awesome mother daughter team. All right, yeah, so <laughs> all right, so I got one last one before I let you go. It's called um. Let's, let's see. Here we go. Uh, where do you see yourself in two years? I have no idea. Because <pandemic>.
3: So I can tell you, okay, three years, I mean, I have, I'm i trying to plan right now by 2021, I'm having the most difficulty planning it because I have no idea
2: yep. how the
3: world to work, so I'm trying to plan it with like one arm tied behind my back, because I'm just like, I don't, so I think I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a one whole plan, one way, and then do maybe a, a plan B possibly, I don't know, I'm going to do it yet, I'm working on it for the next couple
1: of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, so for new years, that's just next year. Two years from now, I have no idea. I mean,
3: I, I continue. Hopefully, still doing what I'm doing. Hopefully, doing it better. Hopefully, more success. I mean, I, I want I I I picked my calling. My calling is this: it's entertainment. It's content creation. I hope. I, I want to of my life. I want to die doing it. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm so I'm just like this can keep me going until the end. That, that's what I want to do. So in two years, I'm still here doing this <laughs> and creating. And that's my hope. That's my hope. I mean, we'll be right?
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you, James. It's been such a pleasure and an honor having you on the podcast. And like I said, um, you'll definitely be hearing from me some more. So keep my number, save it, because we are n- going to keep talking throughout the new year coming in 2021. I'm wishing you you and your family uh, all the best. Happy holidays to Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for you and all your friends.
0: Be safe. Uh- Yeah, yeah, you think
3: so? Yes. I want to thank everyone. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah. Um, You know, three podcasts are not easy things to do. Um, I I, I know that personally, uh, but it can be rewarding. And so thank you for having me on your show. And I have much more success for you in 2021. And I hope for you and anybody listening to this um, to have compassion, stay safe, try to stay as sane as you can. I know it's hard out there. Uh, You are not alone. We're all doing this together. Um, and I wish everyone to have hopefully good health also for 2021
2: and for you too, Willie. Thank you. Thank you. And before you go, I want to give you a little tip. Like I warned everybody, be careful because during the holidays, it's, it's the time of season where people do get hacked. Um, you might want to check out, it's a cool VPN, which is brought today by today's podcast. Uh, it is called uh big mama, big M a M a. It's really good. I use it and it's very protective. It protects your devices and it protects your Wi-Fi, especially when you're out in the public and you know you're doing things on the public between like, I don't know if you're opening like an email or you're reading a book or you have to order something online. You want to protect yourself. So check out Big Mama on VPN and uh, tell your friends that way you can protect yourself. Because my account was recently hacked and I found out about the VPN and you know what? It's, It's done wonders. So I'm sending... That energy over to you so you can protect your devices and your Wi-Fi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great day. You too. Sure Thank you. Bye. 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 It's good to, to hear from you. Uh, definitely want you back uh, for season six. Uh, hopefully, maybe spring break if you're free.
0: Okay. Let me know. Let
2: me know. All right. Thanks, James. Bye-bye.
3: Thank you.
2: Alright. That was so much fun. Thank you everybody. This has been an exciting season from me and Jenna. Hi everybody, I'm back. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas and uh you know, happy New Year. Best wishes to everybody. Please stay safe, wear those masks. Uh if you're going out to those uh you know the riots and things to protect yourself and defend yourself against that you know is good and and and, and worthy Protect yourself and your families, and don't take kids out there so they don't get hurt. Uh, before we leave, we're going to leave you with our song of the day, which is, of course, Mariah Carey's Dream Lover, which I love. And um, season six, join me season six of 2021. I am turning 47 on January 26th. I can't believe it. So I will catch you on the flip side. This is Willie and Jenna.
0: Hi, buddy. Bye. If you had a birthday, I hope you had a good birthday, and if it's not here yet, hope you have a good birthday. Because I don't know where your birthday is. But hopefully you have a good birthday. <laughs> not
2: had. Alright, this is going to be... right <laughs> Carey's Dream Lover. Today's podcast is brought to you by Big Mama Free VPN. That's Big M-A-M-A Mama Big Mama Free VPN on your Google Play Store. It protects your devices and your Wi-Fi. Check it out.
0: Sinners Don't think that I'll be a saint But I might go down to the river Cause the way that the sky opens up when we touch It's making me say The way you hold me, hold me, hold me The way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me Feel so holy I got this feeling inside my bones It goes electric, baby, when I turn it on Off of my city, off of my home up, no ceiling when we in our sound I got that sunshine in my pocket. You got that good in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body Then it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it. So don't stop.